Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. The ways companies can create value is mergers and acquisitions, buying or selling businesses. The landscape for so doing looks set to get more tricky, however, with interest rates rising and the global economy seemingly in for a turbulent time. Joining me now for more on the outlook for M&A activity is Ted Webb, CEO of IBI Corporate Finance, which is one of Ireland's top deal advisors. Morning, Ted. Morning, Gavin. If we start with the lead up to this point, what have M&A activity levels been like since the beginning of the pandemic, say? Uh, interestingly, the um, the volume levels have been consistently high, uh, particularly in sectors that weren't as impacted uh, by the pandemic. So w- record levels of deals globally, um, interestingly. Um, and you're right, things are beginning now to look a little more uncertain. But from our perspective, the volume of transactions continue to be very strong, um, notwithstanding the headwinds, as you, as you alluded to. Yeah, and I suppose that that's an indication, isn't it, that some sectors were, you know, very badly hit by what happened with COVID, but others basically were totally unscathed, weren't they? Uh, correct. I mean, there really were two economies, um, healthcare, technology, uh, anything that was probably not consumer-facing, retail got hit, obviously, airlines. Uh, so it, it really was a divide, but, you know, um, the level of activity in the economy that probably wasn't impacted continued to grow exceptionally strongly. But do you think there's a deterioration in the outlook now? Have you noticed a, a change on the ground, you know, maybe since the Ukraine invasion, for example? I, I think there's more uncertainty. I think there's the, I suppose the, 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 the positives are, um, there's a lot of money around. So the private equity continue to have a lot of funds available. Uh, the strategic um, players continue to have very strong balance sheets. So they're still motivated to do deals. Um, there is a, a degree of uncertainty. And I would suggest it's probably kind of wage inflation as much as interest rates. So there's a cautiousness, cautiousness around that. And, and clearly there's a confidence issue. But, uh, you know, so we're, we're still broadly confident. I think there may be some repricing in some sectors um, of pretty kind of frothy levels of valuation. So we continue to be positive uh, just based on the volumes we're seeing. Um, and, and as I say, the one thing that probably people are taking a little more time on is you know the, the, the kind of the forecast for the next uh, one, two, three years, and the likely impact on on kind of say interest rates, yeah. wage inflation, supply chain, but 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 broadly you know broadly positive um, that deals will get done. Good um, good businesses always transact. And I think it's more of a, a pricing issue rather than necessarily yeah. an activity level. No, no, that's really interesting, isn't it? What what you've outlined there because. Certainly it's true. We know that there's loads of cash around in, in private equity funds at the moment and they are keen to get it out there and get it earning money on behalf of their investors. But there is a, a problem, I think, coming down the road, isn't there, with, with, with company valuations? Uh, you know, maybe everyone is, you know, crowding to, to put money into companies now, but it's hard to see down the road how, how you can get a, a, an increased valuation maybe in five or six years when we're looking at an economy then that's going to have higher interest rates and, and maybe some people who have invested in private equity funds will by that stage have taken their money elsewhere. Yeah, so, so it's definitely a consideration. I mean, private equity by definition have lifespans of maybe three to seven years and, and that's their kind of exit horizon. Um, strategic players tend to go through that or drive through that and, and therefore maybe taking a more longer term view. So for private equity, for sure, they're going to um, look at the kind of macros and, and, and the assumptions underlying the kind of the valuations. At the same time, they're very motivated. Uh, they're very skilled players. 
So we think that uh, they'll be active, uh, but for sure they'll be looking to ensure that they're pricing the deals at a level they feel they can get a return. One other element of it, I suppose, is if bank finance becomes more expensive, for example, maybe people will be more inclined to look for equity finance instead. And and that might open up more opportunities for these companies, these private equity players. Yes. So, I mean, clearly the private equity guys, you know, a lot of them are majority players, but there's a significant number of minority players as well who effectively will take stakes in businesses and work with teams to grow out businesses. That's one facet. On the financing side, okay, in Ireland, there's the pillar banks, and obviously they have been reduced. Um, there's still quite a, quite a level of activity from some of the global banks at, at maybe higher investment-grade uh, debt lending. But there's also a significant number of specialty debt players who probably weren't in the market, well, weren't in the market uh, five, ten years ago. And they are very active in, in the context of funding deals, albeit at maybe uh, higher prices, but much more flexible structures. So again, it won't be, I I believe, it won't be whether the debt is available. It's really the pricing associated with that and the risk associated with any particular deal. Let's talk a bit about the IPO market. Um, You know, we know here over the last few years, there hasn't been too much activity, but in general, uh, I think it's fair to say we can expect that to be less hot as well with, with stock prices under pressure. Yeah, no, for sure. I think IPOs, when you're looking at private equity in particular, a lot of their activity now would have been, you know, geared towards IPOs. A lot more secondaries and tertiary type deals now. Like So, so yes, I think there, there's a much more jaundiced view on IPO at the moment. And that's just a function of the heavy re-rating on values. Um, but I think the markets will, will obviously come to realize that maybe the froth has come out and there's a kind of reality around some of the valuations. And there's certainly a lot of stocks that are now, we believe, undervalued relative to their, their uh, fundamentals. So I think th- th- there will there will be some time before people get to a point where they can calibrate all that. Um, but I think, yeah, IPO markets certainly um, are, are will be less active in the short term. Finally, then, if there's companies listening this morning who are looking to go out and, and raise money and they're facing into this uncertain environment that we have, what's your advice to them? What should they do? Well, pick up the phone and call us first of all, obviously. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, yeah. So there is a, a piece where um, you know, good businesses will still transact. Good businesses with growth prospects need funding structures uh, to facilitate that. So the money is there. Uh, the question really is the the um, use of funds, the ability maybe to forecast um, defensible positions for for, for companies. So. There's a much more heavier critique uh, on businesses and their capacity to grow. Um, so, so there is so more homework to, to be done for sure, um, and maybe more, some of the kind of underlying assumptions have got to be maybe readjusted. So, but yes, I think there is. We would be very confident that the money is there. It's a question really of how you present your story uh, to the market, and and you know we work and, heavily with people to try and get that right. And, and it just might cost you a bit more, whether it's debt or equity. Correct, and I think, but but you know, I think that's the reality of the world we live in now. I think that's just reality. Yeah, well, it is all right, uh, and uh, it's going to be a lot of uncertainty over the next few months. So maybe further increases in those costs. We leave it there, Ted. Thanks very much for that. This Ted Webb, CEO of IBI Corporate Finance. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.